Hey, hey, happy Thursday. Before we get into the episode, I just want to give a huge shout out and thank you to my reviewer of the week, Capri. Capri, thank you so much. She left me a rating and a comment on Spotify. She said, thought I'd share that this episode helped me push to commit to my challenge of running every day this week. I really wasn't motivated to run today, but I did it thanks to you. And girl, that's what it's all about. I love that you got some motivation from last week's episode. And just a reminder, if you leave me a review and a rating on any platform, I will also give you a shout out. I am so grateful to you guys for tuning in every single week and I want to highlight you. Now let's get into this episode. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to On Point, the mindset podcast for dancers, artists, athletes, and creatives. I'm your host, Latte, aka Lottie Dottie. We're back for another episode, and we are talking about criticism this week. Oh, I love that for us. Um, as dancers, artists, performers, we are always being criticized. So I really wanted to talk about this episode. And, you know, criticism can really be, you know, constructive. It could be just an opinion. It could be trash or it could be highly appreciated. So uh, in this episode, I am going to help us take criticism in a healthy way. Understand and identify when an opinion is just not helpful, when it is helpful, and also, I have a really neat uh, few side notes at the end I actually discovered today about criticism. Um, I usually implement these things, but I heard a teacher uh, talk about it. And so I was like, this is perfect. I'm talking about this tonight. So we'll throw it in there. So let's get into it. Um, part of being an artist, I want us to realize is just criticism. And I think that it's really important to understand that because you need to know what you're getting into. Um, I don't want I don't want your feelings to get hurt, you know, and just part of being a creator and putting yourself out there, whether it's with, you know, your words or with your art, with your body, with your performance, anything you're going to get criticized. It's part of what you do. And I think if you're not in the space to understand that, it's going to hurt your feelings in some type of way. And, you know, there was a point in my life in my early 20s where I was like a, a little mess. Okay, I was just a little in shambles all the time. So if I was to do as many creative projects as I do now, whether that's with the podcast, or if I was to do my choreography, my coaching, anything back then, oh my God, anything that anybody would have said would have set me over the edge. It just would have been too much. And I think if you get into art and you're putting yourself out there and you're expecting no criticism to come your way, mm, it's not really setting yourself up for success because it's going to happen. Um, Art is supposed to be interpreted and part of that is being criticized or having opinions thrown at you. So um, just knowing what you're getting into as an artist and as a creator. Of course, now I'm older and I welcome all types of criticism. I love opinions, um, but I'm also smart enough to know when a criticism or opinion is not in my best interest. So you know, when I was getting back into creating and choreographing, I would take on all the criticisms because I'm like, yes, throw them all my way. I want to improve whatever you guys and even like with my coaching, I'm like, what ways can I improve to better serve my students? This and that. 
And, you know, I would get, since I was opening up the conversation for a lot of criticism and opinions, I was getting a ton, ton of opinions and a ton of criticism. But here's the thing. You have to also understand you're not going to be everybody's perfect fit, perfect match, perfect cup of tea, whatever it is. So um, it was unrealistic for me to try to mold myself into what everybody likes. I would love to be loved by everybody because I feel like that's just the type of person I am. I'm like, man, I have so much like positive and just like great shit to give to everybody. So when I when I'm when someone doesn't like something I do, I'm just like, what? Like it hurts my heart. But I often I have to understand like just you're not for everybody and that's okay. Um, there was a quote I heard a while back. I don't know where. I was probably a meme or something, but it was like, you could be the juiciest, ripest peach in the whole entire world and there's still going to be somebody that likes apples. Like, it's really just what it is. So um, I'm always open to criticism. I'm also always loving it to hear everybody's opinions because I want to hear different perspectives. But I'm also like smart about it too because I'm just like, yeah. You can't please everybody and you shouldn't expect yourself to. Um, it sets yourself up for a lot of like heartbreak in the end and just, you know, not, it's not a good way to to go about things. So moving on, I want to talk about taking criticism in a healthy way, because that's the whole point of this episode um, is just taking learning how to take that criticism in a healthy way. You, you know, you're at the point where you're like, OK. I'm ready to take, I've decided I'm going to be an artist. I'm going to put my stuff out there. I'm going to put myself out there and my performances and I'm ready to take criticism. So here you go. Uh, I want you to understand first and foremost, criticism is not an attack. Okay. If it's well-intentioned now, yes, we'll talk about what to do when the criticism is not coming from a good place. But in this case specifically, I'm talking about well-intentioned criticism. It is not an attack. It's not an attack, bestie. I know you're going to get defensive. It feels like someone is picking on you. It feels like they don't like you. I know, but you need to understand it's just your ego. The ego is a crazy thing, y'all. It's going to, it tries to protect you. It really does. But it just like misses the mark, right? Because it's it's trying to protect you from something that is well-intentioned, something that is meant for you to grow, but the way that it's doing it, doing it is telling you that this is dangerous. There's danger, but it's not. Uh, you need to understand that criticism is there to make us better of things that we're not aware of. That's That's the whole point. When people are getting their criticism, it's something that you have a blind spot on. You can't see what you need to improve on. It's great. We, we usually do, you know, know what we need to improve on. And if you do, you do. That's great. You work on it. But there's definitely stuff you don't know. You don't know what you don't know, right? So to have someone give you criticism is actually a really great thing. Um, growing up in ballet, we, I just keep going back to ballet because that's my roots, man. Um, we were taught when someone gives you criticism to say thank you. And I think this is a pretty common thing that dancers do too. When someone criticizes you, you're like, you don't just stand there and look at them blank or like have a, like a stank face on. You like are like nodding and you say thank you. Thank you for, thank you, you know, because it's actually really helpful. And to if you think about it, like getting criticized means that your teacher 
cares enough about you that they were watching what you're doing and they want to give you information on how to make yourself even better. They were looking at you so meticulously. That is like such a blessing. Uh, when I go to classes in, in LA right now, I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, if the teacher gives me a correction, I'm like, bitch, they was looking at me. What? Like, I'm like, yes. Like, tell me all the things or even after class. So if they're like, oh, make sure you work on this. I'm like, period. Yes. Next time I'm coming. I'm on my legs next week, period. Like, I'm so juiced because I'm like, yo, they were looking at me. The choreographer was looking at me like to give me a correction even. Do you know how many people get overlooked? Like, that's amazing. So anytime you get criticized, just take that as such a, a such a, um, a compliment that they were just watching what you were doing and like really thinking like, hmm, how can this person Im improve? You know what I'm saying? So say thank you. I love it. Another thing I want you to actually notice is the kind of feelings that arise when you are getting criticized. Um, are you getting defensive? Like it feels like an attack. That's probably the most common one is like, if someone's like, hey, you need to work on this. You're like, well, why are you telling me that? Like, well, I already work on this. Well, I don't like, okay, so defensive. Uh, the next one would probably be someone agreeing like if you if they give you criticism and you agree but you like start self-deprecating you go down like a spiral you start getting sad you start tearing yourself down like if someone's like oh you know you need to work on textures and you're like oh I know I suck I'm just like not any good at textures like I actually am not good at anything like you spiral okay and then um or do you get really excited I'm one of those people. I get really excited. I'm like, okay, first of all, you know me. I love a challenge. You tell me I can't do something. I'm about to work on it and come up next week with it figured out, okay? Um, or you're just like, oh, like I said, oh, my God, they were noticing me. Like, that's amazing. So I want you to notice the type of feelings you get. And like I've said before, use your feelings as a guide, your feelings aren't always right, you guys. Like, they really aren't. They're just reactions to whatever situation you're in. They really, they're valid, yes, but they're not a good way to go about your life. Um, so if you are getting criticized and you're getting defensive, like, just take note and be like, okay, why do I, why do I always feel like someone's attacking me? Is it because I work really hard and I think that I'm doing everything that I can, but in actuality, I'm not? Or why do I always go to a place of self-deprecation? Is it deprecation, you guys? Or is it def... I really hope it's deprecate deprecation. I, I'm, look, I'm an English person, but I'm, I might need to look that. I think it's deprecate, D-E-P. Let's not go there right now. Anyways, why do I always go to this place of tearing myself down anytime someone gives me a minor correction? I take it and I start to spiral. Is there like some self-confidence things I need to work on? Is there, you know, something below the surface? Do I not really think that I'm good enough? Like, and why, and if I do, why do I feel like that? And why am I in the space that I'm continuously getting, um, you know, criticized and, and putting myself in that in kind of situation? So, Use your emotions as a guide. They're there to guide you. They're there to help you. They're not there to make decisions for you or things like that. 
Um, I also want you to separate yourself from your product. So this is going to be a little way to save your ego. But I mean, not so much save your ego, but like spare your feelings. Like how how I detach from the criticism, because sometimes criticism is really harsh, which honestly is really good because the more specific it is. And even if it's hard, like it's not about the delivery it's like what is being said, you know what I mean? How they said it is just whatever, their little sauce on it. Like, let me tell you guys, I had, I've had a lot of French teachers, ballet and like in college, like, I don't know, my, my most favorite teacher, she was just from France. And I don't know what it is about French teachers, but they are not nice about it. They like, obviously they mean well. She was not being, they're not being mean just to be mean, but the the way that they say things is just very direct. So I can take some pretty direct criticisms. Let me tell you, you don't got to beat around the bush with me. But anyways, the delivery is, is beside the point. Um, but if you need to spare your feelings, you know what I mean? I want you to really separate yourself from the product. Now, when I say the product, I know it's going to be a little abstract because the product is you. Like if you are an artist, your product is the art. And I know you put yourself in the art. If you are a dancer, your product is the way that you dance. Um, if you're an athlete, your product is your performance. So, Yes, there is an essence of you in there, but you need to understand that is just your product at the time. So having a, a, a kind of wall between the person that you are, because they're not criticizing who you are as a person. They're not, you know, when I take criticism, I go to class and someone's like, oh, you need to work on this, this and this. I'm like, they're not they're not, oh, they're criticizing Latte the dancer. They're not criticizing Latte the dental hygienist. They're not, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it would be, that would be silly. So I want you to really think about how when someone's giving you criticism, they're criticizing the product that you're giving to them. They're not criticizing you as a person. Um, unless they're really giving you a criticism on uh, you as a person, which sometimes teachers do. I mean, dancers, I know I've been in spaces where, um, you know, we just work so closely with our teachers. So sometimes our teachers get to know us really well and they're like, yo, I want you to work on your attitude um, or I want you to work on your maturity, which, yeah, that can be worked on. It's something that you can definitely improve upon. But that is a different topic for another day. Lastly, I want you to also recognize that everyone is going to have an opinion. Everyone is going to have a criticism. We can't stop anyone from having an opinion. I, I think we've all realized that by now as a society. Everyone is, and here's the thing, everyone's entitled to an opinion. Um, now, you can choose to take their opinion and run with it. You can choose to ignore their opinion. That's completely fine. At the end of the day, it's your choice. Um, and you should feel secure in that because that gives you back some of your power, right? You can't, if if I put some choreography out, I can't help if, you know, Joe Schmo doesn't like it. I really can't help it. I can't help it if he tells everybody he doesn't like it either. All I can do is control myself on this end. And 
I just have to respect his opinion. You know what I mean? Um, going back to what I was saying about taking everybody's opinions into consideration is because everybody is entitled to their opinion and we can always, this is me playing devil's advocate. We can always learn something, something from everybody's opinion or somebody's opinion. I always try to like look at things from their perspective. Like if there was something they particularly didn't like about the way I did something, I'm like, okay, if I was in their shoes, like what didn't I like about it? And I try to look at it from that way. So I like to play devil's advocate a lot just because yes, there is something. But at the end of the day, here's the thing. I can sit here and I can actually choose if I want to take this um, this person's opinion or criticism into consideration even. And that gives me my power back. So that kind of takes us into our next little section here where how do we know if someone's criticism is actually even good or not? Um, and there's a few ways I like to do this because like I said, it's really hard when you get into spaces like like here in LA, there's a lot of like really amazing teachers and they all have different opinions and some of them put them on their internet and then I'm, I have to like discern which ones are like, should I listen to this person? Like, well, I mean, obviously, anyways, um, that's just my own like personal inner dialogue. Um, is this, is this helpful? That's where I like to st start with. When someone puts their opinion out, I'm like, or their criticism, I'm like, Okay, take a step back. Is this actually helpful Helpful for what I'm trying to do? Um, it could be something like, yo, you need to point your toes. That's helpful, I would say. You know what I mean? Um, you need to work on these facials. That's helpful. Um, so just going back to like, is this criticism good? Well, let's see. Like, is it actually helpful? If it's helpful, then I would say it's like a good criticism, even if it's like harsh, you know what I mean? But if it's not helpful, like I, I wouldn't, I want to take it in to consideration. So that kind of leads us into our next point. Is it hurtful or mean? Um, and the way I like to ask if it's hurtful or mean, because like I said, I've had a lot of like teachers who deliver things in not the nicest way, but they're not wrong. You know what I mean? And a lot of people get hung up on the delivery, but Ciao. I don't really care about the delivery. I, what are you trying? What are you saying? <laughs> I don't care how you deliver it. If you deliver it rude, I'm I'm I can take it. Um, not everybody can, so it's important to know what kind of person you are. But anyways, is it hurtful or mean? And the way I like to decide if it's hurtful or mean is: can I change it through hard work, or is it something like I can change in the next like five minutes? Hard work or like. If I can't change it through hard work or like in the next five minutes, then it's probably hurtful or mean. I'm short. I'm 5'1". So if someone's criticism about me is, okay, Latte's 5'7". We need dancers. I mean, sorry, Latte's 5'1". We need dancers that are like 5'7". That's, that's not a mean criticism, but it's like I can't change that. So I'm not, I'm not going to take that criticism like to the butt you know what I mean because it's like nothing I can do about that I can't grow um okay so we only like blondes you're auditioning for a role and you're a brunette like you can't change I mean yeah you I guess you can change that but um 
do you see what I'm saying? Like if it's something you cannot change about yourself, uh, I would say that that criticism is not too helpful. Or if it's like you can change it in the next like five minutes, like, okay, like that's helpful. If, if it's something that you cannot help, like you cannot change, I, I wouldn't really worry about it. And when I say cannot change, I mean like you literally physically, I cannot grow six inches literally um hair color i don't know that's a good one i guess you can dye your hair if you want to i mean that's you're changing yourself but if you're okay with it you know what do what you gotta do friend i literally can't grow so that's like can't do it um and also is this person even credible so like say you're like a gold medalist training for the olympics and the person criticizing you is a pe teacher I mean, is that really like a credible person that you should take into consideration? You know, they might have some opinions, I'm sure. But like, if you are going for something that this person's never done before, maybe their opinion doesn't matter too much. Maybe the opinion of people that have done something that you're trying to do, their opinions matter so much more. Do you know what I'm saying? So and like I said, a lot of people are going to have criticisms and opinions, especially if you start doing more things um, that are like a bigger impact or larger than what they're used to seeing you do or just putting your, yourself out there more. I mean, we're on the Internet constantly, 24-7, ew. Um, but anytime you post on social media, like you're up for debate. It's so corny but anytime I do this podcast I'm like oh lord Jesus like I dread the day that I say something on accident and I get canceled I swear to god by some like little gen z's or something I swear to god like oh my god I'm so terrified of the internet but I like also like if there's opinions I'm like okay well <laughs> it's like there you're not out here like okay if you don't like it then you make a podcast and like like say things that you like like I don't know like I can't help opinions you know what I mean so you have to just understand that anytime you're putting anything out there there's going to be opinions so are the people criticizing you credible like have they even done what you're trying to do no then screw them like you know what I mean so don't take those opinions to heart is what I'm trying to say um also like are they biased and I think it's I think it's totally okay to ask if you get a criticism like if you're unsure what they mean by that like ask them to clarify like if someone was to give me something pretty specific um see I, I get some pretty good criticism like mine have been really specific so I haven't really had to ask for clarification I, I got a correction last week to like use the floor more and I was like that's perfect like that is very precise I did get a criticism like a like years ago to be more graphic in my music my movement and I wish I would have asked what she meant it was Galen Hooks by the way like I went and I was like what do you mean like graphic in my mood until this day I'm like what does that mean be more graphic would it be so weird to like message her and be like, yo, this has been bugging me f for years. What did you mean by that? 
What does that mean? Anyways, if you know what that means, being more graphic in your movement, please DM me and tell me because I would love to implement that. <laughs> uh, so some bonuses about criticism and critiques. Um, I want to ask you, when was the last time you were even given a criticism or critique? Like, think about it. When was the last time that somebody actually gave you some criticism? Because you should be searching for them. I feel like if you naturally, you know, are trying to get better at something and I feel like for the most part, dancers are, are like that. Like there hasn't been one dancer that I've ran into that's like, no, I'm not into personal growth. I'm not into growing as a dancer. Nothing like that's just unheard of. And same thing with athletes. Like we're constantly wanting to push ourselves and improve ourselves. And so you need to ask yourself, like, are you going into spaces that genuinely challenge you, that genuinely are looking to make you better? Because you have to think about this. Like I tell my students all the time, like classes are not cheap, you guys. So if you're paying like $20, $25 and you're just going to class and like not really getting anything out of it, like don't give the person your money. And like, yes, I know that there's spaces where the, um, the goal is to like have fun. That's great. I'm not talking about those. I'm talking about like if you are looking to genuinely improve as a dancer and you're going into spaces and you're not getting like feedback, you're not getting critiques. Um, it's just like easy peasy, like and nothing. There's no then no wonder why you're not seeing growth. You know what I mean? Like I love going to classes that I feel good in. Absolutely. But I don't get any critique in those classes. and But I don't look for critique in those classes. You know what I mean? I will go out of my way. And especially right now, since I'm really trying to push to grow, I've been really going out of my way to go to fucking hard classes. And then afterwards, like if I'm like trying to grow, like really, you know what I mean? Focus on that. I'm like asking the teacher, like, yo, what can I work on? Like, Search for spaces that critique you because that's how you're going to get better. You're not going to get any better by just, first of all, just thinking you have nothing to improve on. That's crazy. That's wild, 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 wild. And also just like by playing it safe, like put your neck out there, put your neck out there a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Get a little, get a little scary. You guys know I say get do some scary shit. What's that scary thing you did this week? Ask the teacher what you can improve on. Oh my God, why? Because they're going to tell you something that you need to improve on. How terrifying. Like, that's awesome. You paid that $20. Go get your money's worth. And on the flip side of that, when's the last time you critiqued yourself? Like, really lay. And I, like, I've gone through, like, well, I'm constantly going through epiphanies. I don't know. But like laying your shit out and just looking at it from like an outside perspective and being like, what can I really improve on? Take a video of yourself. And I'm not talking about like the ones we get from class. Like, like I feel like take away the mirror, like do it at home because I know that we have a different mask on like inside of class and, you know, there's a lot of pressure and this and that. But like if you're trying to do a little skill check on yourself or something, Set up the camera in your living room. Do some chenets, like do some turns, do some facials without a mirror, like really do like a little skill level check in on yourself and then look at yourself and self-correct. 
We used to do this exercise. I just love ballet so much. I swear to God. The more I'm getting older, I just appreciate it with more and more. Um, we used to do in college how we would do our finals or our midterms. She would record. She would film the entire class and you would be able to see yourself from different angles. So she'd have different cameras and then you everybody would get their video and your midterm was to write down all the critiques you had for yourself, what you can improve on. That's a skill that people don't know how to do. Like people really go through life and this is just not even, this is out like side note, like not dance related. Jesus, please. There's so many people that go through this entire life thinking they're like untouchable, like perfect. Like there's a, and honestly like, yo, power to you, the level of, <laughs> the level of delusion that they live on. But they just think that there is nothing that they need to improve on. That's crazy. But I think like most of us, I like to be hopeful. We want to improve. We want to be better people. We want to do the best we can for whatever reason. And you really need to be able to look at yourself. I call it self-auditing from like an objective, a subjective. I don't know. You guys know I don't know the difference between this one either. Jesus, please. A like an out of body uh, uh, perspective. Okay. So like write down all of your accomplishments, write down the last time you did a performance, like put your stuff on a piece of paper and then look at it like how somebody else would and be like, where are the areas that you can improve? Where are the areas that I can improve? So like I was saying in the beginning, it was so cool. Cause I actually went to, um, Sierra's class, cap and C on Instagram. Um, I went to her class tonight and she was talking about uh, using the mirror, using the mirror, looking at other people and then looking at yourself and not waiting for the instructor to come around and give you those criticism. Yes, that's great. But like, oh, I was like, oh, my God, I was like, preach, bitch, because like, I was like, yes, I'm already going to talk about this like that. It was just such a like a I love when I'm talking to you guys about stuff on the podcast and it's like comes full circle for me too. like it's just ooh, love it. And she was just like, don't wait for, you know, somebody else to give you those corrections. Like, be proactive. Give yourself the corrections. And I, like, I was just like, I love that. Absolutely. Like, you should be, use that freaking mirror. Like, use that mirror. Like, and yes, like, look at other people. Like, what are they doing that you can do? Like, I've been really, when I take classes lately, I've been doing that. Like, I know when we're all getting ready to do groups, we're doing it in our head on the side. I get it. I write. But like also take a second to like look at other people and be like, oh, they did this choice or they are hitting this a different way or they're doing this like, hmm, I wonder how I do it. Like if I was watching myself, like, you know, and really critique yourself in those ways, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. I always am when I'm like finding little things that I can tweak. And I think that's what it's about. It's just finding like little things that you can tweak because you can't just change yourself on a whole like all at once. It's just finding like the little things and then they're going to start to add up every day. So you guys have homework because you guys know I always give you homework. Like, you know what it is. Go get that little piece, that little notebook, friend. And your homework is going to be ask somebody. Ask somebody what you can improve on as you can do a dancer. You could do as an artist. You can do as a person. Wow. That one's crazy. <laughs> Some of us are not there yet. 
you can ask me. I love getting giving criticism. Well, not like, you know what I mean? Like, I love giving you guys critiques. So you, I know that you're actively working on something. And I will, I'm weird. So I'll like look through your whole Instagram and like give you like, here you go. Uh, it's not me picking on you. It's me loving on you. Ask somebody and tell them like, don't be nice, friend. Like, like that's how you know what kind of friends you have. <laughs> like, don't be nice, friend. Like, give me actual criticisms. Like, what are the things that I can work on? Like, what do you see that's like a pattern that that you can work? Ask your teachers. Teachers, we we looking at you guys. We see the growth. I know it's really hard for sometimes ourselves to see the growth, but we see you and we'll give you all the critiques now if your teacher's like yes you're doing everything great i don't know i would audit that teacher but also i understand that there is a need for teachers like that because yes confidence boosting but i don't know i just feel like if you're paying somebody like like i said like times are hard man you're paying that 20 dollars. like are you paying somebody to give you confidence boosts or are you paying for someone to uh better your craft if it's a confidence boost it's cool too me personally shit's expensive so i need i need some active criticism and your second part of homework because we're not done yet bitch um critique yourself and don't listen to me right now look at me listen to me don't you dare go to a self deprecating space don't you dare get negative like i said if it's something you cannot change in the next like six months to a year whatever whatever over time then it's not constructive. You cannot grow five inches. Let it go, okay? That's not a good criticism. Can you get a double turn in the next three months? Absolutely. Now, what are you gonna need to do in order to get there? That's gonna be your next step, but we're not there yet, okay? We're just on what needs to happen. That's completely fine. So that's gonna be your homework. You've got criticism get some criticisms from other people get some criticisms for yourself okay nice so you guys know i've been trying to share more things about my life because i'm trying to be like more transparent i feel like i'm very transparent but like also no one ever knows where i'm living or <laughs> what i'm doing and that's so funny but i like to share because like i've said before um, I think that my journey, even though I hate talking about myself like this, I think that my journey can help other people because I had, I did, I had like a, I, everybody has a different journey, but I'm sure there's people that can take some things from what I go through, just living out here, trying to do what I'm doing. Um, and they can, you know, apply it to themselves or whatever, just get, gain something. So, um, just looking at my week last week, I had, um, a really good week, but I was uh, trying to go back to just square one. I was, I'm really, like I've said before, I'm trying to take myself out of hills a lot more just because reasons. Um, I think that you need to train out of a hill a lot and a hill like people keep saying is an accessory, of course. Um, so I took some uh, fundamentals, beginning hip hop at 88, really great um i also had a really great restorative weekend so i taught on friday which i always love teaching my red room babes shout out madhouse um and then saturday morning i got up and i went and i took ballet i took intermediate ballet at rosenbox because uh, this weekend was or this last weekend was my san diego 
weekend. I go there twice a month. And um, it was so nice taking ballet. I I forgot how how good ballet feels. Like it feels so good for your brain. I think it's because you're working these like cross body connections. You have to be able to do things on both sides. The bars there. You have to do things quickly. Like I totally forgot how frazzling ballet is. Like they just give you the combination and then they show you one time and then we're going to do it. And like, that's it. And like, there is no stopping. Like if you mess up, like if you've never like, oh my God, like I always tell my students, please take ballet, like go and take ballet because like the foundations and like the just mental mind body connections that you get from ballet are unmatchable it really is just so restorative you guys and I just felt so good um I also was so crazy because my body remembers all these exercise but exercises but my mind is like just like one step behind and I think it's just because I'm my ballet bone is or my ballet muscle is a little rusty like I it's been and ballet is I would definitely start say that ballet is one of my strengths it's so crazy but it's been, oh my God, when's the last time I took a ballet class? Holy shit, years, you guys. It's been years since my last ballet class, but I like went back into this class like it was freaking nothing. Like the only thing holding me back was I was like, oh shit, I can't remember the combo that she just held us. But my body was like, like picked it up like it was nothing. And I just really love coming back as like a mature dancer like let's get the, let's get this straight like I'm 32 like I never try to hide how old I am um in dance world that's like old dancer right because if you're not 18 and popping like if you're not 18 doing something like it's a rap bitch like wrap it up like 32 you guys is not old like in the real world like girl I have my grown woman like career popping off like I'm on my grown woman shit I got my own apartment like are we doing grown woman 32 year old, year old things okay like uh I, 32 is not old but when I come back into these spaces it's like oh you're a mature dancer I'm like okay sure whatever <laughs> but like I love coming back as a mature dancer because I feel like the way that I hit movement now is so much different then and it's so much more nuanced than how I hit shit when I was like 17 18 19 20 like when we were doing these ballet combos um like back in the day I would like be so worried about like oh what's like Tiffany doing across the room and like just the bare minimum I would give the teacher the bare minimum because I'm just like in class and like worried about what I'm like it's just so stupid but now when I'm back in these spaces I'm like really focused on like okay like I really want to get the most out of this class because I know how much it's going to benefit me and like let me practice how I perform and like and the teacher's like wow like you know I don't know she could have been back gassing me up but like anyways I saw it I was like damn okay like the way I'm like hitting my turns is so much different in ballet now. The way I do plies, the way I'm doing like degatando, all of it. I'm just like the way I just hit things is just so much different now that I'm a mature dancer. Um, but I love that. And I feel like I like want to take that to all of my classes. It's easier for me to do that in ballet and just like really tap in. Just I feel like that's my comfort zone. And it's so funny because. For the past like couple of years, I've been so like everybody loves contemporary. So like I teach contemporary for sure. And I feel like 
I hide behind contemporary and heels. But like, yo, if I could teach ballet, oof, that would be like, and I, my clients know, like, that's how I want to retire. I want to retire an old ballet lady with a cane. Like, that's my like bread and butter. So I really love it because I've been going back to it. And so if you guys see me posting more ballet videos, like, you know exactly why. Like, I'm going through a whole rebirth right now of like my love for my ballet. And like, my mom was, I called my mom and like had a whole hour conversation with her. And she was like so excited. She's like, I used to love dropping you guys off for ballet. Like, you guys are so good. And, I don't know. It was just like, I love it so much. So I had just like a really great Saturday. I had ballet and then got to spend all weekend with my husband. And we went and got some scary movies. That's like kind of our things, watching scary movies. And, and then we went out and ate because, you know, we got to we be eating. And it was just like such a good weekend. I just like I posted something so corny. Like you guys know, I hate when we like people get on the Internet and like type like on a black screen, like their feelings like i hate that shit so i'm like just put good on social media post what you need to post and move on but i was like oh my god i'm so grateful like i just had so much like gratitude and i was just like if anything was to happen like tomorrow and just like for whatever reason i couldn't dance or anything like i would just be so grateful that i had such a a great weekend a such a great day like I got to teach and just connect with everybody. And then I did ballet, was in such a great mood. And then I spent all weekend with my babe. Like I just had such a really uplifting weekend. Um, and then I'm back here in, you know, LA. I, so I record these on Sundays. So I'm just have it ready for the week, but you know, I took class and then I'm just like back here ready for such a great week. I feel refreshed. I feel like I have um, not like a, a really clear understanding on like, my journey and all this kind of stuff but just like a okay there's work to be done I know what needs to be done and if I don't know what needs to be done I know how to find out from other people what needs to be done like you know what I mean um so I just I don't know I was I had like a really great week and like there was nothing that particularly even happened it was just like a good week and like don't get me wrong you guys like who? I was PMSing so bad this week and um, I actually took class with Kira Harper. Um, I was having a really bad like PMS day on Monday. So I ate pizza. So, yeah, it is what it is. Sometimes you eat fucking pizza, guys. And <laughs> I had pizza and cake. So uh, that was that. And then on Tuesday, I was like, I got to go to class, you know, and I went and that shit was so hard. She's so amazing. God, it's the best training. Um, I hope she teaches this week. But I went into class with her and it was just a fight. I was going down in flames the entire time, or at least so I thought. And I was just like, God, like I was really going through it. I was having a panic attack in class. I had way too much caffeine that day. And then she like called me out for a group and I was like, what the fuck? Like no fucking way. And then, um, you know, I did it and I didn't mess like, like that's the one time I didn't mess up the combo. So I was like, what? So like after class is so funny because I was like, I literally want to cry, but not because I'm like sad. Like I want to cry because I just showed up for myself and I did it like and it was so fucking hard. And I still like got it done and like got called out and like held it down for myself. Like I was like, wow, OK, I know I'm PMSing. This is crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just to let you guys know, I'd be going through it too. I'd be going through it too, but it really, you know, that's why I started this podcast. Cause it's really mindset. Like 
you have to just have such a strong mind muscle and then marry it with your body. And then that's when really the magic happens. So that's my little my little weekly update. Um, beautiful. So remember, I'm still doing that thing where um, and it's ongoing. Like if you leave me a review and you you can leave me a question if you like or you could just leave me a review. I'm going to read it on my upcoming podcasts. There was none for this week. So you guys are fake. No, I'm just playing. Um, there was none for this week. So I have nothing to say. But um, go ahead and leave me a five star rating if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a review. And I'll read your question, review, whatever on the next podcast. Give you a shout out because I just appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate your support so, so, so much. I love when you guys come up to me and you're like, I listen to the podcast. I'm like, oh my God, shut the fuck up. Like, I'm just so grateful that you guys even listen to me just chit chat with you and you guys are gaining stuff from it. So I really, I just, I'm so grateful to just even share these things with you that I be going through and I'm constantly working on. Um, and I hope that you guys have a really great week. Go out, get all the criticisms that you can and, and use them for your advantage. That's going to be your secret sauce because this is, this is stuff that not the average person wants to do. Like go out and get criticized. Like, psh, like the average person's not doing that, but this is going to be your secret sauce and how you're going to become a better person, a better human all around. So I'm excited for you. I'm excited for us and go out and have a, a great week. Go out and have a great week. And I will talk to you guys next week. Later.